Howdy, howdy, everyone. I'm Daisy Blue. I'm your host, and this is the Abiding Blue Podcast. My job is to ask all the awkward and weird questions that you want to hear about your favorite songs as told by the artists themselves. So with that in mind, let's get to today's guest. Welcome, everybody, to the Abiding Blue Podcast. Uh, Another great episode, another great day. I'm Daisy Blue. I'm your host with some things. I instead of like the most, the whole thing. All right. Some people get that joke and some don't. Thank you for laughing, Lisa. Um, today we are on location with our sponsors at Amara Winery. And uh, I really thank them. They did this last minute. And I always like to explain with our sponsors these are not people who approached me and said, please, you know, pitch us on your show. Like these are places that I go, these are business owners that I love, and these are businesses that I believe in. And um, all these places got hit during COVID, and I want to share the love. I love these places. Amaro, I, I got in front of me today. I got a nice cold Malbec. And my guest, our featured guest today, is Bob McDaniel. <laughs> How are you doing, my friend? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah, yeah. The timing worked out. The timing worked out. We made it happen. And you have a beer in front of you. I do. It's a New Mexico beer. But it's um, Santa Fe Brewing 7K IPA. Ooh. So I, I always answer this question wrong because a lot of my friends who are beer drinkers, whenever I'm like, oh, yeah, come out to tomorrow this weekend. Come out to tomorrow. Like so-and-so is playing. I'm playing. Whatever. Come on out. And I always get asked the question, do they have beer? And I always have a brain fart because I'm like, wait, do they? The answer is yes, they, they do. do. Draft beer. And draft beer, local <laughs> draft beer. You have Santa Fe. They have Sierra Blanca on draft here. They have Bosque Brewery here as well, uh, in addition to their own um, bottles of wine that they have their own vineyard for. It's all local, 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 local. So if you like supporting local, please come out to tomorrow. They have events almost every single night of the week from Wednesday to Sunday, there's something happening here, whether it be salsa, karaoke, dancing, live music. There's uh, jewelry, handcrafted jewelry made by the owners over wow. here as well. So I love it. They have a sip and paint that I really want to come to on Thursdays. Did you know that I was an artiste, Bob? I did not know that. I don't call you Bob. I call you Bobby. You do. Bob you know sounds kind of formal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Robert. The only, you're only one of two people that call me Bobby. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what. Lisa, do you call him Bob or Bobby? Either one. Either one? <laughs> I like Bobby. I like Bobby. All right. So, once again, thanks to our sponsors, Amaro. I really do. From the bottom of my heart, I love this place. Come out and support them. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. Now, Back to Bobby McDaniel. I mispronounced his name the other day. We were talking about some of my favorite songwriters, and I said <laughs> Bobby McDillon. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's not right, because I was trying to say Bob Dylan, but Bobby was sitting in front of me, right. so I was like, like Bobby McDillon. Like I can McDillon. even compare. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I heard the sound check song. You're going to have to play the sound check song for everybody. I will if you want me to. I want you to. Can we well, do yeah. that first, and yeah. then we can get into your Genesis story? All right. Okay, setting down the harmonica. Just got to switch them out. Um, let's see. The story behind this is that I've played two live shows in California um, since the COVID crisis hit, and um, both were at a little uh, brewery called Secret Trail Brewing. Mm-hmm. 
And um, they have their own sound system, which is so cool for an artist, as you probably know. You don't have to drag all your stuff with you. Yeah, it's nice. And, um, and because this guy's really into mixing stuff, I, uh, I wrote him a soundcheck song. And uh, it's called Soundcheck Time. It's soundcheck time. Lord, it's soundcheck time. It's my guitar in tune. Do my lyrics rhyme? Am I way too loud? Or can I turn it up some more? It's sound check time. Check, check, one, two, three, four. Oh, yeah. Is my guitar in tune? Do my lyrics rhyme? Better get my shit together. <laughs> Lord, it's sound check time. Am I way too loud? Or can I turn it up some more? It's sound check time. Check, check, one, two, three, four. Oh, yeah. It's sound check time, yeah. Sound check time. It's sound check time. Oh, sound check time. Is my guitar too? I think it is, Bobby. Do my lyrics rhyme? I think so. Am I way too loud? Nah, you're just or right. Can Katie turn it up some more? Ah, oh, it sounds great. It's sound check time. Check, check, check one, one, two, three, four. It's sound check time. Oh, sound check But we've all heard this song before. <laughs> there you go. Beautiful. Sound check's done. Let's Beautiful. get started. Let's get started. Okay, so <laughs> Bob McDaniel, for those who don't know you from Adam, they've never heard your music before. Who are you? What's what brought you to music and, and the way that you play? Let's see. I'm uh born and raised in Southern California. What? Yeah, it's true. Um <laughs> Currently live part-time out here and part-time in Northern California in the town of Chico. Um, I've been playing guitar since I was in high school, which is a very long time ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I can do oldies that I've written. They're from last century. Um, but uh, they, <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, I, I had some friends play music back in the day, and I just, uh, I, my first... Uh, my first love of music was all about Neil Young, and uh, I bought a cheap guitar and a Neil Young songbook that had little pictures of the chords. So I'm a self-taught guy, mandolin, okay. harmonica, guitar, um, obviously vocals. I've had, never had a vocal chorus in my life. I um, love the way that I love your <laughs> vocal delivery. But uh, um, and then I just I just kept on plugging on, and mm -hmm. after a couple of years, I was playing, opening for bands at local parties, and in. And then played through college, and and I'm a retired fire captain paramedic, and I 
did oh, gigs all you know that there's a lot of time off in that world so i have mm-hmm. plenty of time to play music and now i'm retired and i got even more time but covid like it shut everybody down shut me down too mm-hmm. i used to play a gig or two a week up in northern california and now it's a gig or two a year so far. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, we got to change that. But I'm chicken about, I'm getting better about going out now. But okay. I, I was pretty, I was pretty skeptical or pretty, I, I, I was a, I'm a believer in the science and medicine of, of the COVID world. So I stayed home and I didn't do Get much. Quarantined. Yeah. Quarantined. You were doing the live streams Speaking for a Speaking of while. quarantine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the first thing I ever did um, when all this happened was on your quarantine show. I, w- I was the second guy. I don't know which one it was. I don't know how many you've had. Uh, but it was at fe- late February, I believe. And then after that, I, uh, I started a personal project called the Three Beer Buzz Project. Mm-hmm. And I would drink my three beers and play guitar. And my family and friends loved it. It was on a Saturday night um, at, I think, 7 o'clock out here, 6 o'clock Pacific time. And... Um, it went from early March all the way th- through June, and I, I kept it up a little bit when we got back to California, but then I just kind of let it slide with the, and it was, well, there's a million reasons, but um, it was really fun, and what I'd like to say about quarantine, because it was on my Facebook page as well as broadcast, however you do that, right. magic, right, right, right. Um, a friend of mine from my high school alumni association saw that, and so he goes, we can do that too. And so he created the Friday Night Tiger Music thing where every Friday night, and I think they're still doing it, I probably played it six times, but uh, every Friday night there's, a, there's an alumni that plays an hour show, and that is all on you. That makes me feel so good. <laughs> I love that. Nah, that's great. I mean, and that, that's, that is the reason. He, he, he credits me for the whole thing, but I got to credit you because he wouldn't have seen me if it wasn't for you. Well, and it's so <laughs> funny because during that whole thing, I was like cussing and throwing stuff because I, I wanted to do the Quarantunes um, live stream that we started in, yeah, it was March when everything started shutting down, shows started being canceled. I wanted to host it from my studio at home mm-hmm. and then broadcast it that way because I'm a control freak and I want to have my <laughs> fingers on everything. And then we had to cancel everything and it got to the point where um, per the uh, governor instruction, we weren't supposed to have more than like five people in a house and I started feeling weird about people coming in and out. So I'm like, okay, well, we'll have everybody just do their own live stream and I'll share it through you know, this. So then, uh, so I think I had you on the schedule to come in uh, I think I'm not sure. Yeah, I think but you, I, had... I think it changed right at the end, and I did yeah. it from the comfort of my own home. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, just push the live stream button. <laughs> it's amazing. I, so I get all it's this a... credit, and I'm like, just there's a live stream button. Just push it. Just find the button and just press it. <laughs> press the button. <laughs> I'm sure Lisa's like, he's so good at pushing buttons. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> So that's the genesis. Have you been writing this whole time? You said you started playing out of high school. Um, yeah, I've, I've written songs throughout my guitar world, um, starting back, um, gosh, probably in the late 70s. The first song I can ever remember writing is called Stoner Cowboy, although I can't remember the lyrics to it. It's long gone. <laughs> so that but, sounds appropriate, but, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember but, um, it for some reason. What was that song about? It, it was, uh, oh, it was recorded on a cassette tape, you know, <laughs> in somebody's living room. Um, and, I, and I've written songs, and, and I, don't, I, I don't, you might feel the same way, but 
if I've written a hundred songs, there's probably fifteen I feel good with playing in front of people. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of them are just in the trash bin or or you know, whatever the case may be. But yeah, off and on, um, I've written. I, I, I maybe come up with a song or two a year. I'm not. I'm not a songwriting machine by any means. Um, but the early the song I opened uh, the singer songwriter night the other week with the song I wrote in the early 80s. So okay. that's last century. Do we get to hear that one today? It wasn't on. I can I can I can play it for you. But uh, uh, so I thought that was your transition. <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. Oh. Okay, but you wrote it in the early 80s. What yeah, is that Yeah, so one about? I so I actually have written a song or two back in the day that I feel comfortable doing. Um, and I didn't rehearse that one last night, so let's not go there. We won't go there, but just know it's there. It's there. And then Stoner Cowboy, which is about... Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I have a way. I don't remember, man. <laughs> I just was really hungry. <laughs> I remember eating a lot. Yeah. Well, what is what Cooking is the song? Cooking by the campfire. Oh, I like anyway. that. What is the song that you are going to play for us? Um, Since it was just Father's Day, I wrote a song... Uh, about my dad. He was so is this long, a new song? Uh, no, this is an old tune, too. Okay. Um, the sound check time was the most recent sound song I've written. Oh, really? So there's no new stuff. <laughs> oh, man, I love that. Um, but yeah, my, uh, my dad, he was a, he was a good man. Um, his name was Harold Leroy McDaniel, and um, everybody called him Hal, unless you were a good friend or some family members, and they called him Leroy. So I wrote this song called Son of Leroy, which is... Me. I I'm the son of Leroy Yeah, I'm his boy He was born in Texas He was the real McCoy A better dad I've never known But of course y'all Y'all have got your own He was a businessman with a suit and tie And a drinking man, he preferred early times In my high school days, he used to watch me play Down there every day, every practice, every game And he did his time As they were prone to do Served in the Philippines Yeah, World War II He never talked about it much A small scrap it would suffice But in Leroy's house We never ate white rice 
He may have died too young But what's done is done I was raised just fine Yeah, we had lots of fun You do damn near Almost anything Family or friend Whatever you may need I'm just son of Leroy Yeah, I'm his boy He was born in Texas He was a real McCoy A better dad Hell, I've never known But of course, y'all Y'all have got your own Miss you, Daddy. <laughs> Don't be crying on me. <laughs> I I love the day the name. Wow. See, every time I do this podcast, I'm always drinking. <laughs> so my lips are always slurring things. It's not the rest of me. But um, I love the name Harold. Yeah. I feel like that's like a king's name. King, all hell, King Harold. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I called him dad, so I don't know. Well, there yeah. you go. You called him dad. So, But he was a musician as well? Pardon me? Because you said he encouraged you in your playing. Oh, he supported me. He would come out to early gigs and stuff because he was a drinking man, and they were in bars. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but he never did music. And, you know, one of the things, my mom, who I haven't written a song about, um, who's passed a long time ago as well, um, she had me playing piano lessons in fourth grade, and I hated it. I hated I just... I didn't like my instructor. I'd come, I came home crying one time. Please, Mom, don't let me go back. And she, she said, okay, fine. And what do I regret most in my music world? Not learning how to play keyboards. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. That's always, that's always something I'm saying. Was if I could magically be an expert at any instrument, it'd be, it'd be the piano. Because I feel like that would make composing so much easier to be able to be an expert. Yeah, yeah, and then all yeah. that I've done a little bit of, 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 of when I retired, I went to the community college and did some recording classes and stuff. And, and the guy was a he was a guitar guy, so he, he kind of made it um, relevant to guitar. But it's all the world's based on keyboards, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it definitely makes it easier in the studio process. Throwing some stuff in there, we got some tuning. If we get to another song, I'm ready. All right. Well, yeah, we got plenty. We got plenty of time, my oh, friend. No. What else you got? Come on. So um, let me see. Let me think of a really like embarrassing. What What is the most personal song that you've written? Probably the one I just played. The p- one yeah. that you just played. That's an easy answer. Yeah. What a. Uh, I was I was going to say this earlier, but when I do a gig, typically I say like three things. I say, "Okay, hey there, thank you, and sorry, I don't know that song." <laughs> <laughs> That's so perfect. I, I never talked this much, and yeah. I started talking a lot on the doing my my Facebook stuff, mm-hmm. which and I want to apologize because I feel weird doing it, but this is fun. And, yeah. Know. Well, if I put alcohol in front of you, that always kind of helps a little. Yeah, okay? yeah absolutely. And here's to you, my friend. Sorry, he was about to take a sip. 
Hey. Ah, nice refreshing drink at Amaro Winery. <laughs> so you we had this conversation when you guys came out to my episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go back and you listen to the Daisy Blue interview, you'll hear some rough and rowdy people, and that is Bob McDaniel and his wife Lisa in the back going. And you're saying my impression of of your music. So I always have to preface this where I'm like, this is my perception. This may not actually be an accurate thing, but I've always seen you as a really funny guy. Like whenever I hear any of your songs or just talking to you, I always yeah, you're a funny dude. I I write some lighthearted songs, but then I try to write some real songs too. Yeah, like that last one. Yeah, so yeah. if that was everybody's first impression, I feel like your heart gets hit a little bit harder for something that personal. But the next song that you're going to play, what is a little bit of history behind this one? Um, this song I wrote out here, and maybe a year or two ago, maybe three, um, and I did a really rough recording of it with Travis just beat it out with another song in the same tuning and uh, I put it out there on my uh, you can find my original stuff I have a Bob McDaniels music Facebook page but people have trouble finding it mm-hmm. so if you go to Reverb Nation slash Bob McDaniel or ReverbNation.com slash Bob McDaniel that, that's the only thing that's out there right now is my original stuff um, and this is out there but um, I wrote it um, because it is so amazing like the last two days how it can be 110 degrees, and then the next thing you know, it's pouring rain and you can't see 10 feet. Um, so <laughs> it's, a, it's a tune called Messiah Valley Rain. And, uh, and I wrote it, uh, like I said, a couple years ago. And it's one of Lisa's favorite songs. At least she says so anyway. Oh, yeah, she, I see her over there saying <laughs> that's we, her number one. Am I reading you right? That's. Oh, last year. Oh, no, he, was, she's was, just correcting him on the timeline. Because I, I saw it was pre-COVID because I or I recorded it and I wouldn't have gone over the Travises during the quarantine. So, okay. Yeah. So Travis gets a lot of plugs. That's Travis James Manning. <laughs> right, from Nasty Cactus Studio. Yeah. And he is an award-winning producer and songwriter with the New Mexico Music Awards. I, I think it was 2019 that... Um, one of his metal songs brought home some, I call it hardware. Yeah. Hardware. He's something to stick He's on. He's quite the diverse head. guy. I mean, he does heavy metal he to the acoustic shows. He's always working. You can find him out there if you don't know him. And he's so... Go find him. Yeah, yeah. very <laughs> lighthearted yeah. man. Yeah. Even though he looks like he's a member of ZZ Top. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Travis. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Messiah Valley Rain. Starts to build out El Paso way, east of the Oregon Mountains. Later in the day, 
It'll come on strong It'll come on loud What the hell do you expect From a thundercloud When it comes on out This way It puts the night Right back into the day It puts the wind Into the calm It puts the cool Right back into the warm Yeah, the day turns dark And then it's filled with light After every flash Of a lightning strike It might drive you crazy Might keep you sane The smell and the feel Of Messiah Valerain It might drive you crazy alone Might keep you sane just might help fill up the Rio Grande once again. Come down and bucket sounds like a freight train. Smell in the field of a sea of valley rain. Better find some cover, but stay out of the creek. Yeah, hell, I know I just washed up the Jeep. It's gonna get all dirty again, and yeah, that kind of sucks. But it's gonna knock the dust off my old Ford pickup truck. It might keep you crazy, might drive you sane. Might fill up the Rio Grande again Come down and buck, it sounds like a freight train Smell in the field Of a sea of valley rain It might keep you crazy alone, might drive you sane. Help fill up the Rio Grande again. Come down and bucket, sound like a freight train. Smell in the field of Messiah Valley Rain.
Thank you. <laughs> That's a fave of a lot of folks, but and I like it too. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I definitely like that one. It. I feel like the strumming kind of matches, like the rhythm of raindrops. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the that, rhythm of the storm. That whole drop D thing makes it kind of sound like thunder. You know, maybe. Yeah. That's yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. So that was that intentional that the the strumming and the yeah, the, the yeah. rhythm of it to be kind of like I don't do too song. many. I only do one other original tune in this tune, and I do some Neil Young stuff as well. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I must have been playing Neil Young when I decided to write that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really like that. Uh, one of my favorite activities to do in the summer is float the Rio River. Have you guys ever done that? We haven't done it. I've, it's it's such a wacky deal how it's dry sometimes and full of water some, the next day. And. I know. Apparently, <laughs> there's a person that has a lever in the summer, and then they pull it, and then all the water comes out. Because I've and I never knew this before until I saw like Facebook blowing up saying, "Yeah, they let the water out." Like I really don't know who they is, but I'm glad they. I'm glad, I'm glad they pulled the lever. Let's thank they. Yeah, I would like to thank they. I guess it's illegal now to um, uh, these different entry points. I've been hearing a lot of people complain about not being able to float the river anymore. Oh, really? But the thing, the entry point is on private property. Oh. So it's always been illegal. <laughs> it's just that the people who own the property finally got fed, fed up. So I'm sure there's still a way to do it. Just have someone drop you off right, instead yeah. of leaving your your car on private property. That's got to it's got to be a ton of fun. But gosh, it's there's no shade out there whatsoever, and it's a slow moving river. Oh man, I tell you what, there's there's. There are very few things in this world that I enjoy than just floating on water and just day drinking all the way down <laughs> the river. Uh, we hear you. We, uh, right. Out in California, um, in Chico, the Sacramento River runs through there. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, a, it's a significant uh, waterway. And, and uh, it's really not... You can get boats out there with jet drives and stuff, but it's a kayaking and tubing place, and we've done the same thing. But you can find a little bit of shade. Right, yeah, you're right. The Rio's got none. Yeah, I always get burnt up really bad because I'm not a, um, I'm a very pale, pasty North Dakota type, Scandinavian looking. Are you from North Dakota? I am from North Dakota. Oofta. Oh yeah, by golly. So I'm yeah, I burn every single time. And then the Rio is getting, um, what do you call it? Shallower and shallower. So like my butt will drag drag along the bottom of it when I try to float down it any hoosies but you know uh i i thought it was interesting that you wrote that song being from california because i know new mexicans kind of complain about monsoon season Mm -hmm. but those of us who are not native to new mexico call monsoon season something else they call it weather (laughs) (laughs) new mexicans aren't familiar with that term. <laughs> all, they, all they talk about is the wind. You're right. right. <laughs> it's monsoon season. You mean o- this overcast that you guys have? If there's clouds. Some rain. Yeah, we come out. Yeah. We'll be returning to Chico in a little bit and then back in September and October. So we, we, we're not here for some of the monsoon season. Mm-hmm. And then when we get back, that's when one drop of 
water on the ground out here and something grows. It's, yeah, it's amazing. It's so eager. The, yeah. <laughs> the environment here is, please, please, I'm ready. I'm so ready. It's, Just give so me something. It's, a, it's weed picking time when we get back out here. <laughs> yes. I used to have these weeds that would grow in the backyard. When I lived in Alamogordo, I lived in this little, um, I don't want to say trailer home because that makes me sound a certain way. So I'm going to be snobby and say it was a modular home. There you go. A, pre- a, a manufactured home. home. I didn't live in a trailer park. I lived in a modular home park. park. <laughs> <laughs> and the tumbleweeds in my backyard would get taller than me. I would let it get ridiculous. It was wow. pretty bad. And I was like, how is stuff growing like this out here? That one drop of water is all it takes. And then you get all the tumbleweeds. It's crazy. Yeah. How long did you live in Alamogordo? Uh, I'm asking you questions. What? Oh, dang it. (laughs) Dang it. This happens to me every time where I get chatting on my stuff. I lived over there. How long? Technically, I I guess I lived over there for like three years, I think, when I was Air Force. Oh, okay. But in in my head, in my heart, I feel like I only lived over there for a year because I feel like there was a two year time frame where I was traveling for work and deployed and all sorts of stuff. So I feel like I wasn't really there the whole time. Right. I get that. Sure. But, um, yeah, my, I, I my best Alamogordo story is that we were over there one time and we had to stop at a supermarket and the supermarket had a bar. What? <laughs> You're talking about Lowe's. Those, that's my stomping grounds yeah, yeah. right there. I remember <laughs> playing the, the street fair and having, this man approached me and he's like, oh, you have to come play for us at my new, at the at supermarket. My, at my new place. <laughs> this new, yeah, but I didn't know it was a supermarket at the time. And, and then I walk in there and, and, you know, I actually didn't judge it. I was like, this is genius, actually, because you have not to gender role, but I'm about to gender role. So why, prepare yourselves. It's all the bored husbands sitting in there drinking while their wives are out there grocery shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know, even if you aren't, you know, married or booed up or whatever, for me that I hate grocery shopping. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So you go into to Lowe's and you get yourself a cocktail first. <laughs> you pregame your grocery shopping experience. Do around, get everything you need, finish with a cocktail, sober up, check out and go home. There you and go. Call it a Tuesday. I get it. <laughs> We live, we live similar lives. We, uh, in Chico, Sierra Nevada Brewing yeah. Company is right down the street from Costco. So oh, where do you go first and where do you go genius. after? Genius. <laughs> yes, Costco yeah. needs a yeah. bar in there, too. Oh, man. How funny. Did you ever go to the Low Signature Market bar? Did you ever go in there? Yeah, we, we, just, we, uh, we had a drink there. And I think I was so flabbergasted is a, maybe not the right word, but nevertheless, I posted on Facebook and, and you got back to me and said, hey, that's my, that's my home oh, town okay. right there. So I've already <laughs> given you this whole story. Yeah. I'm like, ah, yes. Lowe's Signature Market. The, the origins. <laughs> I don't know if there's an, I've never come across another one that has a, a market that has a bar in it. Although in Reno, Nevada, you can, there's gambling in the supermarkets. There's little slot machine rooms and stuff. Really? And they give you beer. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll, I'll settle for that. <laughs> I'll settle for that. 
Although I do have a funny story. My brother, who's in broadcasting, I want to have him on the show, too. He's a musician. He's, he has his own podcast that's about metal music. Oh. People don't realize that I'm just actually trying to be my older brother because most of them <laughs> don't know him. So, um, What's his name? His name's OJ. OJ. OJ, my older brother, OJ. Yeah, I'm just trying to. He's got his own podcast, and I'm like, well, if he has a podcast, I need a I podcast. I could do that, too. But he's a professional broadcaster, so he has a much more distinguished radio voice than I do. But um, he explained to me he would he uh, after work he had another job where he would deal blackjack, Mm -hmm. and I was finally old enough. There's a big age difference between us, so finally I was old enough to go and see him at work, and I saw everybody. This is in North Dakota. uh, I saw people buy these little pieces of paper. And they're called pull tabs. And I wasn't familiar <laughs> with what that was. So I'm like, OJ, I see people coming over here and they're buying pieces of paper and then they're walking away. What's that about? And he's like, oh, it's a pull tab. I'm like, OK, how's it work? I know it's gambling. I just didn't, I didn't know how, to, how do I gamble with this specific thing. He's like, OK, so you come to me and you buy a pull tab. I'm like, OK. He's like, so give me your money. And I'm like, OK. And he's like, and I'll give you this piece of paper. And I'm like, OK, got it. He's like, and that's it. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> and, and that's it. Nothing else happens. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, ah, gambling. <laughs> I give you my money and then we're done. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Now, funny. You sell me hope <laughs> and then take it away. Anyway, so you said you had three songs. Per- that was three, but I could do was four. That three? Well, yeah. the, th- the three was the sound check song. But I did it twice. I did it for the show, plus for sound check. You did it for the show. I'm not arguing with you. I'll play another song. I want to hear you play another song. <laughs> I'm looking at my watch here, and we got another seven minutes. I got a song in the same tuning as the guitar. It's already in. Well, hot dog. From the last one. Let's do it. Um, this one is called, I don't know, are you familiar with the artist Ryan Bingham? I think so. The name sounds familiar. Yeah, he's uh, he's from Hobbs, New Mexico, which I guess is right. You could spill a cup of water and land in Texas. It's that close to the border, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he's 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 a really good guitar guy. He writes some really cool lyrics. He's a little on the dark side, um, but he's also an actor in the series Yellowstone. Oh, really? Yeah. He's a, he's a guitar player with a beard, and he's always getting in trouble. And, what? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, th- we were sitting out back in Chico. We have a pool there, and um, because there's not sand blowing everywhere, it's easy to keep clean. And um, and we we're listening to my Pandora station, Ryan Bingham, and and for some reason, I came up with a line. I wish I could sing him like Ryan Bingham, and that's what the song is called. <laughs> Check as well. Supposed to keep me out of trouble. Ah, but what the hell? 
I gotta love my stellar union pension I consequently have no bill paying attention Oh lordy I don't play no country icon invitations Just like to stay within my limitations Ah, you know I write a few of these old country songs I'm told I do all right, I'm just trying to get along But with a pack a day and drinking whiskey till it's gone I think I could sing them like Ryan Bingham Get out on the road with this old beat up guitar. Been known to lay some songs down in some little old country bar. I throw my songs out there and I let them hover. But there's something to be said about playing a damn good cover. <laughs> I know I write a few of these old country songs. Been told I do all right, I'm just trying to get along With a pack a day and drinking whiskey till it's gone I think I could sing like Ryan Bingham I you know I write a few of these old country songs Told I do all right and I'm just trying to get along with a pack of day and drinking whiskey till it's gone. I think I could sing like Ryan Bingham. I forgot to mention, Ryan Ringman has this amazingly gravelly voice, and I don't know how he pulls off singing at all. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, I could hear the gravel and go, bang, I can't pull it off right now. But, how, how, how. Well, I think my folks have started the show Yellowstone, so I'm going to have to go back and watch it again. Yeah, that, my folks. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's oh. an awesome. It's an awesome series. Once more season coming, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're plugged out. What's that on? Pl plug it away. Um, is it on Netflix? Is no, it on? it's on. Uh, Paramount. Yeah. Paramount. Okay. Nothing's on Netflix. You start anymore, that. Start at Ground Zero, and that thing is amazing. They got some amazing characters. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Kevin Costner. Yeah, name. I was about to say that's the one that Kevin Costner yeah. is in. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anything cowboy related, my folks are definitely all all up in it. Okay. <laughs> so as we summarize the show, once again, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for having me. I I saw him for um in passing. I knew that you were gonna be in town and uh I just I had to have Bob McDaniel on the show because he is like I said, we, we get them every now and then in Lost Cruises, but not nearly enough. So um, I appreciate you. Yeah, I, I was definitely last minute with him trying to get him on this interview, and he was very accommodating, and uh, so I really appreciate you. And How can we support you? How can your new fans, your new adoring fans, follow you, listen to your music? I know you mentioned Reverb Nation. Indeed, and Facebook. Um, and then I, I always put gigs out on those um those sites um and out here in cruces the issue i run into all the time is i will be out here for two months so i'll be here for a week i say i'm gonna go find a guitar gig uh got any uh, we're booked out for two months oh i'll be leaving <laughs> yeah that's how it goes yeah yeah so i've never around enough to unless somebody cancels or um i do play a lot of mandolin out here mm-hmm. um and uh i sit in with a. Uh, a couple different groups and have over the years all the way back to the cattleman open mic days remember those no <laughs> you weren't even 21 back then probably uh, <laughs> i don't know it depends it depends but uh and so I, i'm around i'm out a little bit but i don't play much guitar here i do at home of course but um but i would love to to do some shows in cruces and and maybe we'll start here after this is over that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll do some business. So, um, all the venue owners who are, of course, listening to the show now, I <laughs> go find Bob McDaniel on all of his social media, Bob McDaniel Music on Facebook and the Reverb Nation. Get a hold of him. Is there any like email address you want to plug for people any, to call you? Me? Any email address maybe that people could contact you to try to book if they wanted? Oh, sure. Know? It's on a card I give out. It's a... Uh, um, being a retired fire captain, and I've been retired for well over 10 years, I've never changed my email. Mm-hmm. So it's CAPT, the abbreviation of captain, uh, BOB, Captain Bob 74 was my fire station at okay. yahoo.com. So um, if, if you choose to email me, and I think that's, I don't know if that's on the Facebook world or not. I have no idea mm-hmm. if I, what you, what, whatever I did that, I don't know what I did, you know. I got on Facebook because I learned secondhand my niece was getting married. Um, I got to get on Facebook. <laughs> right. I, I have a love, love, yeah. hate relationship with Facebook. But so well, Cap- I know. You were, you were out of it for a little bit, huh? I, tr- I tried. I was, I'm very against it morally. I'm so <laughs> against it. But I, I went to this mode where I was trying to tell people about my shows and different things I was working on by email list. And um, unless you have a very robust email list already in place, not so much. Just huh? people just weren't showing up anymore because they didn't know where it was. Right, so I'd right. have people ask, "When's your next show?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm going to start sending out carrier pigeons to tell people <laughs> about it because a, that's about where I'm at right now." Get a skywriting plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's just, I'm like, I'm setting myself up to fail, and I'm like, hmm. So I'm still, I'm still learning. But back to you. So cap. Bob seventy four at yahoo.com. Yahoo. Yahoo. 
Okay, so people, so all the people now are going to be blowing up that email, wanting to be friends, wanting to book you, uh, wanting your autograph, whatever. I check it every morning. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> great. 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 Once again, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you very much and making time for us today. I really, really appreciate it. My pleasure. You guys keep your eyes open for Bob McDaniel around town. And if you know, maybe you're listening from California, so maybe check him out in his hometown. Maybe someday I'll be playing mandolin behind Daisy Blue. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe it's the near future. Yes. I'm all for it. So once again, thank you to our partners. The show is made possible by Bravo Mike Communications and Las Cruces today. They... Give us love. I want to give them love. And once again, special thanks to our sponsor, our on-location sponsor at Amara Winery today. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next week. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Abiding Blue Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please help us grow it by leaving a review and giving it a share. If you'd like to be considered as a guest for the show, please contact us through bitingblueproductionsllc.com. We'll see you next week.